0: Welcome to It's Your Voice. I'm Dr. Nuruddin. As always, we're indebted to the divine supreme being for an opportunity to address you. We're praying that you're going to stay with us for the next few minutes. We're looking to share something with you of value. <clears throat> Hopefully, you can take this and use this into your life uh, immediately. And it should make a difference. I want to bring to your attention tonight the importance of alkalizing your blood Focusing in our attention to a great degree on on acid and How acid pretty much is The only one disease that we really have if we really understood what's behind most of these disorders that we're confronted with today Basically from the common cold to cancer It really gets down to acidification. The body is acidic. The tissue is acidic. The organs are acidic. The system has become overly acidified. And as a result of that, tissue starts breaking down. Where primarily does this start? It all goes back to digestion and elimination. Is going to always go back there and be predicated on digestion and elimination. These are the two most important things that have to be going on in the body. This will not change. It's not going to change. As long as you are alive, as long as you have a body, (laughs) as long as you have body chemistry, this is going to be a reality. Until we come to the belief that digestion and elimination are the two most important functions that have to be taking place in the body and then start working to improve digestion and elimination, then the complication and the problems will not go away. The aging process will be escalated. The the more you hold on to waste material, the more the aging process is going to be escalated in the body. This is a fact. It's not going to change. That's not going to change. It's going to remain the same until you decide that you're going to change the situation. here's, here's, Here's a disturbing thing for me, particularly when I consider people in the South. When I the, the southern part of the United States, for the most part, people in the southern part of the United States, if I under, as I understand the history of this country, were really into herbal botanicals and naturopathy. They were heavily into herbal botanicals and naturopathy up until the FDA uh, basically started changing regulations and standards, which they needed to, to make things safer for us as a public, that all started to to change. The movement started to change. FDA changed, look, your first person over the Food and Drug Administration was a homeopath. It wasn't a medical doctor. Big Pharma takes over as time goes on. Pharmaceuticals and drugs become the order of the day, as opposed to herbal botanicals, as they were in the past. When we start considering naturopathy, what we're basically talking about is sunshine, fresh air, rest, relaxation, Vitamins, minerals, herbal botanicals. That's what naturopathy is all about. Cleansing, detoxing the system, the tissue in the body. So man, for the most part, particularly in the southern part of the United States, was heavily into herbal botanicals and, and naturopathy as we go on, if we go on back into the beginning of the last century. All that has changed to a great degree. Now people are so heavily laden and dependent on drugs and pharmaceuticals that now herbal botanicals, natural substances, which were used in the past, are not on the minds of most of the people anymore. I'm finding this out now, and I've been here in the South now 30 years, working here in the South now for approximately 30 years. And I found this out to be true that most people today in the South are no longer concerned to the same degree that they were, that their parents were, and that their grandparents were. When it starts coming down to natural things, they're gravitating more towards towards drugs and pharmaceuticals. This is a fact. Some can say, well, you know, I have my health insurance And my health insurance will pay for drugs and pharmaceuticals and so on and so forth. Well, that's true. And believe me, it is no mistake that your health insurance won't pay for herbal botanicals and many of the other modalities now that are out there. Particularly your smaller insurance companies. When you start talking about homeopathy, when you start talking about chiropractic adjustments, when you start talking about naturopathy, when you start talking about these uh, massage therapy, when you start thinking about these modalities, they're not paying for those. So you are moved towards going towards pharmaceuticals and drugs. What do they tell you about pharmaceuticals and drugs? Every one of them that you take has a side effect to it. Every one of them that you take is going to leave acid in the system. There's not, there's no question about it. There's no doubt about it. This is factual. So the only way, for the most part, for most of you who are listening to me tonight, and I have people listening to me outside of the South, people in various parts of the United States come to this broadcast pretty much every Wednesday night to hear what I'm talking about. But because I know for certain, if we go back 90 years, 80 years, maybe less than that, more people in the South were engaged and involved in using herbal botanicals, vitamins and minerals. I mean, our, our grandparents and great-great-grandparents, they knew the land. They knew plants. They knew the value of the bark on the tree. They knew the, 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 the importance of the vines. They knew those things, and they knew that those things had healing properties to them. And they used them. So if you today, if we today, and I won't just say you, if we as the public today, as we move on into the future, if we want to do better by our health, We need to start looking at other things outside of just drugs and pharmaceuticals, drugs, pharmaceuticals, and operations. And I mean, what medical doctors do, and many of them are very, very good at what they do. What do they do? They operate, they sedate, and they medicate. That's what they go to school to do. And believe me, um, allopathic medicine has made a tremendous difference in the life of the public. There's no question about it, but you don't want to have to have an operation if you don't have to. You don't want to have to go to the hospital if you don't have to. I believe all of us should be getting checkups annually. All of us should have primary care, and thank God that things have changed in the system, particularly when it gets down to healthcare where more people today can take advantage of the healthcare system than what people could do in the past, but still, you don't wanna have to stay a day in the hospital if you don't want to. I know this is a fact. And it doesn't matter how well equipped they are, how well staffed they are, how good their doctors are, how good the treatment is that you're gonna receive while you're here in most of our hospitals than in somewhere else, none of us will not have to go there if we don't have to. So let's talk a little bit about Disease here tonight. Because as naturopaths, we don't see the world or see medicine and health the same way as allopathic medicine does. Again, when I say allopathic medicines, I'm talking about doctors that operate today to medicate. We don't see it from the standpoint. We believe that rest, relaxation, now it's not that they don't believe that you don't need rest and relaxation, they do. But we believe these are primary things <laughs> that a person has to have. Drinking water, clean drinking water, breathing fresh air and clean air and eating wholesome foods. They, they, they know this to be a fact that this is what people have to have in order to be healthy. But that's not a part of their t- curriculum. That's not what they go to school to learn. They go to school to learn how to sedate, medicate, and operate. That's what allopathic medicine does. So when we look at you as homeopaths and and naturopaths, we're looking from a different perspective. We're not looking to operate on you, we're not looking to sedate you, we're not looking to medicate you. We're looking to move you towards natural things in nature that we know also act as doctors like fresh air, fresh air is a doctor. Sunshine is a doctor. Clean water is a doctor. These things will help you get better. In fact, they will stop you from getting sick if they're utilized properly. Vitamins and minerals, those wholesome foods. I mean, just the plant kingdom is heavily laden with so many rich factors that have symbiotic relationships with your body to help it keep its balance. Because balance is the key in everything in nature. So it's not only just the balance outside of us, it's the balance inside of us also that's critical. So our thought, and what I want talk to you tonight, is one perspective in terms of how to look at disease. And I want to look at it tonight from the standpoint of There's only one disease that is over-acidification of the blood. When there's too much acid in the blood, there's going to be disease. Disease is going to be caused by too much acid in the blood. Where does the acid come from? Poor digestion, poor elimination. Let's just go there first. Not enough water in the system. Not enough alkalization of the blood. The blood isn't alkalized. The blood is acidic. And we're talking about acids and bases here. And I don't want to get into the technical terms here tonight uh, to address that, but suffice it to say that you need to be more alkaline than acid more of the time. And believe me, the body will modulate between the two, between acid and alkaline. But if if the blood is more acid than it is alkaline more often, then you can't keep sickness away from your door. This is a fact. Health exists in an alkaline state. When the baby comes here, when the baby is born, the the baby is alkaline. We don't have to try to alkaline the baby. (laughs) the baby's already alkaline coming coming into existence under normal circumstances. Unless there's an aberration somewhere with mother through the umbilical cord, then there's a possibility that the baby is over-acidic coming in. But that's not the natural state. That is not the original state that the baby comes into existence in. That baby comes here naturally alkaline. All functions of the body produce waste products that must be eliminated by the eliminative organs. Every function that goes on every metabolic function that takes place in the body is going to produce acid. All of them. What do you mean? Seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. (laughs) These are processes. These processes require the body to use energy. And as it uses energy, then it produces waste. If the waste isn't removed from the body, then it's going to start to build up in the system. What's going to be affected? Primarily the eliminative organs, the organs of respiration. Your breathing, your breathing. This this is this is a, a metabolic process. Your lungs functioning your sinuses is functioning, your bronchioles functioning, all of that that's going on in the respiratory tract. That's a metabolic process that's taking place and as it produces these processes, it's burning nutrients that you bring into the system. If you don't remove the waste after metabolism has taken place, then it starts to build up in the system. So just this system here, first of all, respiratory system, but then we also have to look at the, the urinary system, your kidneys. Your kidneys, are they're, they're filters. They're always processing 24 hours a day. And as they process 24 hours a day, through metabolism, again, waste is being created. They are moving waste out of the body, but in order for them to move waste out of the body, they have to burn nutrients in order to do it. And as they burn the nutrients in the systems and those nutrients, the ash that's left from those nutrients has to be removed from the body. Defecation, the large bowel. Through defecation, you're getting rid of waste out of the system, but it takes energy in order for you to do that. There's energy for you to push, <laughs> and so again, here again, nutrient has to be burned. Once the nutrient is burned, the ash has to be removed. If the ash is not going to be is not removed from the system, it starts building up in the system and turns into an acid. Ends up in the blood. The blood becomes over acidified, and as a result of that, tissue breaks down. Starts to break down. Then we talk about perspiration, your skin. I just gave you four eliminative organs, and your tongue is one too. But your skin also is the largest eliminative organ. It gets rid of so many pounds of waste every day. It cannot do that without energy. And the energy that's needed is taking place as a result of Nutrients that you're taking into the system. So I'm sure you get the gist now of what the of what I'm sharing with you Whatever you're consuming whatever you're eating First of all it has to be digested If you're not you can be eating and starving What I mean is the tissue is not getting the nutrients that it needs in order for it to be healthy So the next thing is you got to make sure that once that nutrient is burned then it's eliminated. It has to go out of where. These tracks of elimination. Your lungs, your kidneys, your bowel, your skin. Those are the four tracks of elimination. Now, here's something for us to be mindful of too now because the liver is extremely important, but the liver doesn't dump directly from the body. These organs that I just shared with you, they dump directly from the body. You know your kidneys get rid of, through urination, they get rid of waste directly from the body. Your bowel, through defecation, directly from the body. Your skin, through perspiration, directly from the body. Your lungs, through respiration, directly from the body. But the liver is a filter, too. It's filtering the blood. It has to filter the blood. But it doesn't dump directly from the body. So if the bile isn't open and your kidneys are not working properly, you're going to have problems with your liver. And as many of you know who have been listening to me for years, you know the liver is, or someone else, the liver is responsible for at least 500 different functions in your body. Also, what you have to be concerned about also is the lymphatic system. Again, it acts as a vacuum cleaner to help clean up the system, but it doesn't dump directly from the body either. It has to dump into the bowel, or it's also using the skin to get rid of waste. So again, when these eliminative Organs are not working the way that they're supposed to. It it puts a burden on other parts of the system. And when the other parts of the system become overwhelmed or back up, such as the lymphatic system or your liver, then the the complications just become greater. Where does it start? Let's go back to where it starts. Digestion and elimination. It's going to always be there. And if you don't get digestion and elimination taking place the way that it's supposed to, then over-acidification is going to take place in the blood. The blood is the life of the flesh. You've heard this. You just haven't heard this from science. You've heard this in religion too. The blood is the life of the flesh. So if the blood isn't clean, then the problems and the complications start. If not eliminated, this waste, the waste goes into the connective tissue and the fatty tissue. That's where the body is going to store it at. Doesn't it... Do you, let's consider how many people are overweight in this country. You know up to 60, 60, 65, 70% of the people are overweight? I mean, you can stand on any corner today or stand in any mall today at the door and watch folk come in and you start to see at least three out of five, maybe four out of five, are overweight. Well, what is the overweight coming from? Acidification, waste material. In the fat cells, in the fatty tissue, and in the connective tissue. Why is it there? Because it wasn't digested and eliminated. Digestion didn't take place. Elimination didn't take place. The person kept eating and eating and eating. But these two major processes weren't going on as they're supposed to. So as a result of it, weight gain set in. Liver wasn't functioning properly. Why? Digestion and elimination weren't taking place the way that they're supposed to. So what do you have to do here? Let me say right now, halfway through here, maybe more than halfway through here, what a person needs to do. You need to start using oral enzymes with your meals. Pay attention to what I'm saying to you. Just this one thing can start making a tremendous difference in your health. Improving, just improving digestion. And as you improve digestion, you improve elimination. The two go together. If elimination is good, digestion will be good. If digestion is good, elimination will be good. One of the main things that have to be clean in order for digestion to be good is the liver is the liver. Everything that comes into your body is going to your liver. That blood flow is going to your liver. The liver is, all the blood is going through the liver. What, every 11, 12 minutes, they they say everything is going through the liver? Once the food comes into the stomach and ends up in the small intestines, it's gonna move from the small intestine through the portal vein to the liver, everything. So if the liver isn't clean and it's the filter and it just keeps piling up and piling up and piling this is why fatty liver is such a huge problem for so many people today. Almost what? Not we? I know we say 30 to 35% of the public has a fatty liver. I'm talking about globally maybe 2 billion people throughout the globe. So we're heavy right here in the U.S. Fatty liver. Most of you are starting to hear this more and more from your doctors. You didn't hear this 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. I'm talking about the terminology of fatty liver, like you're hearing it today and how big of a problem it is for us today. So the connective tissue and the fatty tissue are targets for the waste. Why? Because elimination and digestion are not taking place. The brain and primarily the liver is going to store it somewhere. Look, this body is an intelligent mechanism. (laughs) There's nothing stupid about this body. It is intelligent and it's functioning based on laws. You can't violate those laws and not be penalized. None of us, it doesn't matter whether you're a saint, whether you're a sage, whether you're a prophet, whether you're a messenger, whether you're a preacher, whether you're a rabbi, whether you're an imam, whether you are a doctor, whether you are a lawyer, whether you are a scientist, it doesn't matter what your profession is. If you violate these laws that govern over the cellular structure, you will be penalized with what? Sickness. Sickness is the penalty. Where does it start? (laughs) Poor digestion, poor elimination. So I'm telling you again, one thing, oral enzymes, start to use oral enzymes. Enzymes are at the base of everything. Nothing happens in this body without enzymes. They're the spark of life. So you need enzyme every time you sit to eat. Any major meal, and even for those of you who are snacking, most of you, you haven't used uh, uh, digestive enzymes with your meals. You've been depending on your body to do all of the digestion. As your body ages, metabolic enzymes which are actually produced by the body, decrease as the body ages. So as the body ages, as the body ages, then those metabolic uh, enzymes slow down in terms of productivity. So as they slow down, now digestion becomes even more impaired. And then with the, the diet that we have today, of what? Processed foods, homogenized, pasteurized, baked, fried, broiled. Let's just say cooked. (laughs) That's pretty much what everybody's eating. Trans fats, potato chips, corn chips, french fries. Most all of your condiments are heavy with uh, sugar and salt. You know I'm telling you the truth. Pizza, pasta, cakes, rookie, uh, cookies, rolls, cereal. This is the diet of most people in America today. And we wonder why we're overweight? We wonder why the diabetic condition is as it is? I'm telling you why right now. The simple carbohydrates. I just had someone just call me. He said, Mr. I just, uh, Dr. Nerdy, I just went to your uh, website I was looking for something to help me with, uh, diabetes. So I said, well, you have to go over here and look at this system over here. Cause there's no one thing in there. Why? There's no one thing that caused the diabetes. <laughs> That's another thing. You know, we think that there's one thing, just there's no one thing that caused cancer. There's no one thing that caused diabetes. And many of these other, I'm just giving you extreme conditions right now. Many of these other problems that we have, there's no one thing that caused them. So there's no one thing for me to point you to. So I said, no, you have to go over here and look at this system. What does the system do? I said, it deals with digestion. It deals with elimination. It puts friendly flora into your system. And it deals with circulation. That's where you got to start. And then I said, on top of that, it gets down to how much water are you drinking? Do you exercise? How much rest do you get? Do you relax? These are the other factors that come into place. But what what, what really was he looking for? The magic bullet. (laughs) Where's this one thing up here on your site that I can reach and get to uh, that's going to satisfy my problem? There's no one thing up there. Where you got to start is with that gut formula. Down here in your gut. That's exactly what I tell. You got to go to that gut formula there. That's what you need. That's where you got to start. Because until you get digestion and elimination primarily working again for you, you can't bring balance back into the system. So you can continue on eating the way that you want to eat without digestive enzymes. But if you want to preserve your health and keep your health and build better health, it's in your best interest to use digestive enzymes daily with your meals. It doesn't matter where you get them from, whether you get them from my website or not. And I got a lot of stuff up there for you that will help you with your health different problems and issues that you may have but the, the most important thing that's up there is that gut formula and I don't care what the disorder is that you have whether it's an asthmatic condition where it's autoimmune uh, disorders whether your immune system is compromised whatever it is that's where you start if you want to build better health so there's only one disease And that's over-acidification of the blood. That's what it is. So I'm not going to belabor this tonight. I think I've given you enough. Perhaps we'll come back and finish this up because there's so much stuff still left here for me to say. But the most important thing for you to start to understand at this point, you need to be taking digestive enzymes with your meals. You need to start cleaning up your gastrointestinal tract, the gut, start there. More water, more vitamins, more minerals, more good nutrients, less trans fats in the diet, less of the the, uh, simple carbohydrates in the diet, the pizza, the pasta, the cakes, the cookies, the rolls, the donuts, the soda crackers, the cereal, the sugar, less of that. And then make sure whatever you're eating, whether you're eating meat, red meat, or whatever you're eating, the most important thing is, is it digesting? And People say to me all the time, I think I ought to get off meat. That's not necessarily the issue. Meat has a lot of iron in it. Once you become iron deficient, now you're creating other problems. So it's not the meat the question is, are you digesting it? And if you take digestive enzymes along with your meals, they will help you digest whatever it is that you're consuming. It's been good talking to you, as always. I look forward to talking to you all again. The next time, you all have a healthy and pleasant evening. I'm Dr. Meridine. Peace be unto you. as alaikum